Pastor Chris's podcast. Good morning. It's so good to see everyone out this morning. See this? Well, I can't see many smiling faces. They're covered up with masks. But that's all right. Let me get me some. Oh, I know what I'm going to do. These are tough when you wear hearing aid. You have to make sure it don't jerk them out. I think everybody here knows who I am, but out on the internet and on YouTube, my name is Bill Kaler. I am a member here at Pleasant Grove for about 20 years, and I teach a Sunday school class. And a few weeks back, Preacher Chris asked me if I would fill in for him today while he took some time off. And it's always a privilege for me to get up and speak for my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, you know, God put something on my heart to do today. And in the Scripture, Jesus says, Let the little children come to me. And He says, Unless we... Unless you become as little children, you won't inherit the kingdom of God. You've got to have faith. So I started thinking, what does a child like? They like to hear a story. So today, I'm going to attempt to tell you a story. The story of Jesus. In telling this story... I am going to use different words from the Bible. I am going to use different words from songs, some different lines from songs, to where that we can understand and maybe come together and talk about Jesus, the story of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Well, let's let's just start off. What's the first thing that comes to mind? A song, Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible tells us so. And then, I love to tell the story of Jesus and His love. I love to tell the story because I know it's true. And that is just the reason I'm going to tell it now to you. So, there's just Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There is just something about that name. Okay, well, let's talk about this. Of course, Jesus was pointed to all through the Old Testament, but we just don't have time to go through and cover a lot of this. So, we are going to start out with, you know, and I think it's in Isaiah, Isaiah says, you know, unto you a child is born, unto you a son is given, and on his shoulders will be the government, and it will be an everlasting covenant forevermore. All right, as we come into the New Testament, the angel Gabriel comes down to a young woman, a virgin named Mary, who is pledged to marry Joseph. And 
he comes down and he says, Greetings. Do not be afraid. You have found favor with God. He says, You are with child. You will have a son. And you will name him Jesus. And he's going to save his people. He will be great. He will be called the Son of God. And Mary says, How can this be? Says, I'm a virgin. I haven't been with a man. And Gabriel says, The Holy Spirit comes upon you. And the power of God comes upon you. And this is how it will happen. And so Mary says, So let it be. So we know that Mary went on to marry Joseph. And they lived. And then it come time for a census. And this is where the Roman government required people to be counted. And they had to go to their family place, which at this time it was the uh, city of David, which is Bethlehem. So this is in Mary's ninth month. She is grave with child. So they go to Bethlehem. And large crowds are there, and they went to check in at an inn. But everything was full. And one of the innkeepers says, you can stay in the stable. So we know from the story that they stayed in the stable. And while they was there, it was time for Mary to deliver her child. And we know this because there was no room for them in the end. And when Jesus was born, Jesus was born, Mary wrapped Him in swaddling clothes and laid Him in a manger. You know, we got a song, Away in a Manger, No Crib for a Bed. The little Lord Jesus lay down His sweet head. All right. And then, during that time, shepherds were out abiding watching over their flocks at night. And a heavenly host of angels come to them and says, Glory to God in the highest, for unto you born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Oh, and they says, well, we must go see this. So they went to where the child was. They experienced this. And, you know, they saw, they went back to their flocks with great joy. They had seen the Savior. They had seen Jesus, the Son of God. And while Mary was there with Jesus, another song. Mary, did you know that your little boy will someday rule the nations? And Mary, did you know that when you look into His face, you see the face of God? Mary, did you know? Well, we know there's a lot takes place after His birth. We know about Him going to be at the temple on the eighth day. We know all kind of other things, but we won't have time to go through them all. Because if a fellow was to get up and try to 
tell the story of Jesus, it would take a day or longer. So we know that after Jesus was born, that Mary and Joseph finally took him back to Nazareth, to where they lived. And while they was there, we don't hear anything else until Jesus is 12 years old. And it comes time for the, the feast of the Passover. And this is something that families did, this family did every year. So Jesus in these 12 years had grew up strong. He was filled with wisdom. And he had the grace of God with him. So they went to the feast of the Passover in Jerusalem. All right, after the feast was over, it was time for all the families to go back home. So they was going back home, and in the first day, they started looking around. Where's Jesus? Have you seen Jesus? No, have you seen Jesus? They thought He was with some of the other people. So they couldn't find Him. So they went back to Jerusalem, and they looked for Jesus for three days. And they finally found Him in the temple. He was in the temple talking to the teachers of the law and the priest and asking questions. And uh, Mary and Joseph says, Jesus, we've been searching for you for three days. And Jesus looked at them and He said, you know, I had to be in my Father's house. Okay. So, they went back to Nazareth. Jesus grew up as the carpenter's son. And he was being prepared. God was preparing him for his ministry. All right, when Jesus was about 30 years old, another one of the prophecies come into being. John the Baptist, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, baptizing for the remission of sins. John told the people, there is one coming after me that is much stronger and mightier than me. I baptize with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And so it was. Jesus come to John and was come to be baptized. And John says, whoa, says, I'm not worthy to baptize you. And Jesus says, it has to be done this way. So John relented and he baptized Jesus. And as Jesus came up out of the water after being baptized, heavens opened. The Spirit of God come down in the form of a dove on Jesus. And the voice from heaven said, this is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. All right. Jesus was led at that time into the, it calls the wilderness and the, some say the desert. But he was there and he fasted for 40 days. And he was tempted by the devil while he was there. And, you know, fasting is doing that food. And that's what he was doing. But Satan come to him and tried him. He says, if you're the Son of God, turn these stones into bread. 
and you can have something to eat. Jesus says, man does not live by bread alone, but only from the words of the mouth of God. And then Satan carries him up on a high mountain and says, look, look at all the, the land, look at all the world. If you bow down and worship me, I'll give you all this. And Jesus says, you'll only worship one God and God alone. Then Satan took him up to the highest point of the temple. He says, all right, if you're the son of God, jump off. God's angels will keep you from being hurt. And Jesus said, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. So, Satan left him for a more opportune time. All right? As Jesus come back, and in other words, the angels come and, and took care of him, and then he came out and he started around and actually started his ministry. He healed many people. He threw out evil spirits. He did this, that, and the other. And the people started following him in crowds. They were so amazed. He did so many miraculous signs. And then Jesus began to preach. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. All right. And then as he started, he says to himself, let's get some help. So he started calling his disciples. And we know the first two disciples he called was Peter and Andrew, fishermen. I love to fish. Fishermen. And he come to them and says, look, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. And so they did. They let down their nets, laid them down, and followed him. All right, Jesus, during this time, he healed the sick. He healed every kind of disease and, and sicknesses. Crippled people. He would just touch them and they could walk. They come, large crowds followed him. And the blind would be there. And uh, they would ask Jesus, we want to see. And He would touch them and their eyes would be opened. And they could see. So many things, many things Jesus did to prove that He was the Son of God. That He was the Messiah. But they just went on and on. One day... He had such a large crowd around him and it was getting late in the day and the disciples says, Master, says you need to send these people to the different towns and stuff where they can get something to eat. Jesus says, no, you feed them. They said, whoa, what do you mean we feed them? He says, what have you got? He says, we've got five loaves and two fish. He says, bring them to me. He blessed this food and gave it back to the disciples and says, distribute, feed the people. So the people, this large crowd was there, all got stuff to eat. Everybody eat their fill. And when they were through eating, they picked up 12 baskets full of broken pieces. Jesus' disciples had fed 5,000 men beside women and children. What a miracle. 
Oh, word just spread everywhere about what he was doing. Again, they went to another place. The crowd was there. And he did it again. And this time he fed 4,000 people besides women and children. These stories, these sermons in every one of these, but we've got to get through on time. All right. Jesus asked his disciples, who do the people say that I am? Well, they said, you're Elijah the prophet. Others says, no, you're, you're just a prophet for God. And he looked at them and he says, no, who do you say that I am? And Peter says, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus says, God has let you say this. And from now on, you will be called Cephas, the rock. And on this rock, I'll build my church. All right. After that, Jesus teaching his disciples, he says, the Son of Man, the Son of God, will be turned over to the authorities. He will be killed and be raised on the third day. Whoa, they said, no. Peter said, never. And Jesus says, Peter, get behind me. That's Satan talking in you. All right. They kept going. And they were on one side of a huge lake. And Jesus says, at the evening, he says, let's cross the lake. Yeah, and they all, all the disciples and, and Jesus got in a boat and they started to cross the lake. Jesus was up in the front of the ship. He was resting. A large storm came up. Wind. Huge waves crashing. And the disciples were so afraid. And they went to Jesus and says, Master, we're going to drown. He says, oh, ye of little faith. He stood up and said, peace be still. The wind calm. The lake was calm. And the disciples says, what is this? Even the winds and the waves obey Him. All right. Later on, as Jesus is talking, some of the teachers of the law said, Lord, Jesus, what is the greatest commandment? Jesus says, the greatest commandment is you, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and body. And the second is just as important as the first. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. He says, all the law, all the prophets hang on this. And he also told the disciples, if you're my disciples, you're going to love each other. People will know you're my disciples if you love each other. All right, now, then Jesus, every, every day he would go off to a, a place where he'd be by himself and pray, pray to God. Well, the disciples knew this, so they come and said, Jesus, teach us how to pray. So Jesus gave him, told them, go to a secret place and talk to your father who is in secret and he will hear your prayers. And then he gave them what we just repeated is what we know as the Lord's Prayer. All right. Ooh. Jesus had a good friend named Lazarus. 
Lazarus had a, two sisters, Mary and Martha. Jesus dearly loved them. He stayed with them a lot while he was traveling. But then Lazarus got sick. Jesus was in another town. They sent word, Jesus, Lazarus is sick. But Jesus stayed where he was at. Lazarus died. Well, they sent word to Jesus that Lazarus had died and he was dead. Jesus got his disciples and says, well, let's go back. And so they come back. And before Jesus got there, Martha heard he was coming. She went out and met him. She says, Master, if you had been here, Lazarus wouldn't have died. And he says, have faith. He will be alive again. She says, I know at the resurrection. But he says, no, just have faith. So as he went to the house, Mary come out and says, oh, Master, if you had been here, Lazarus wouldn't have died. He says, take me to where he's laid. So they went there and all the people were crying. And as they got to the tomb, Jesus saw all this sadness and even Jesus wept. All right. And he got there and he says, all right, roll the stone away from the tomb. Mary says, no, Master says, the odor is bad. He stinks. The stench is there. And he looked up and he says, Father, I do this because you know, I know you hear my prayers. This is for the people here. And he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. Lazarus stood up, walked out in his grave clothes. And he says, take the clothes off and let him go. All right, now, got to work on it real fast. All right, now, we know that Jesus Again, told his disciples, I'm going to be turned over to the authorities and I will be killed. But on the third day, I'll rise again. And they just couldn't comprehend this. They just couldn't comprehend this. All right. So we know that he was arrested. He was killed turned over to Pilate. Pilate tried to let him go, but the uh, elders and the chief priest says, no, crucify him, crucify him. So Pilate finally gave in and let him be crucified. All right, now, they carried him to Golgotha, and they, the soldiers crucified him there. And we all know what crucifixion is. Now, crucifixion. There's a battle line that's been drawn down through the ages. And on this line stood an old rugged cross. And on this cross, the future of man's soul or its loss. On one side of the line marched the forces of evil. All the demons and devils of hell. On the other side of the line marched the angels of glory. And they meet on Golgotha's hill. And the conflict is so immense that the earth shakes. The sun refuses to shine because there on the cross hangs God's Son and out of the darkness He cries. 
It is finished. And he bowed his head and he died. All right, now, the disciples were just torn beyond belief. They just couldn't believe this. So a man named Joseph come to Pilate and says, Jesus has died, you know, I will take his body. So Pilate checked and it was true. And he took Jesus, got him ready, put him in his own tomb, which had never been used before, and rolled a stone across it. And that was the end of the first day. The second day was the Sabbath. And on the Sabbath, no work took place. Everyone was home doing what they were supposed to. And then, that was the end of the second day. All right, nightfall came. And then what comes to mind? Low in the grave, Jesus my Savior. Awaiting the coming day, Jesus my Lord. Oh, how could this night be so long? And then the darkness started turning to day. The stone was rolled away because morning had come. Third day. And what? Up from the grave he arose with a mighty triumph over his foes. He arose a victor from the dark domain and he'll live forever with his saints to reign. All right, now, Jesus appeared to many over a period of 40 days. He appeared, but we know the story of Mary and the, and the ladies that went to the tomb. And he told them, go to Galilee to a place and I will meet you there. And there they all was locked up in a room for fear of the Romans. All the doors and windows were barred. And suddenly the air was filled with a strange and sweet perfume. Light come from everywhere. It filled the room. And there stood Jesus. He says, look, I'm alive. Look at my hands. Look at my feet. It is I. I told you on the third day I would rise again. All right, many things happened after that, okay? But then at the end of the 40 days, Jesus had his disciples and all that was following him go up on the mountain that he had told them to go. And there he come and he says, look, all authority on heaven, in heaven and on earth has been given to me. He says, I command you, you go and make disciples of all nations and people, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And lo, I will be with you till the very end of the age. And he ascendeth into heaven. And the disciples and people were overjoyed and rejoiced. But now... Let's go to today. We know that Jesus' death, He died for us. But you know, in some of our hearts, a battle is still raging. Not all prisoners of war have come home. But they're battlefields of our own making. 
we don't realize that the war has been won. And then we hear the story of how Jesus won. And glory. We can look and we can find ourselves and Jesus because we are told and we have seen the proof that in His name we can be set free. So, I challenge you today, if there's a battle raging in your heart, come to Jesus. And He will set you free. In the name of Jesus, you can be set free. And thank you for allowing me to speak and tell you a little about the story of Jesus. Thank you.